before long now. Me and my friend Scott. What's up? No, Matt. No, but we'll help him out during this one. Yeah. Give us a prediction. Uh, he, he sent us a prediction. It's a terrible prediction. It's a prediction. Awful. Yeah, it's just, just terrible. Awful. I don't know what he was thinking. I want to change it for him. Let's I'll lie. say. Well, just let's lie. lie. Let's lie? Yeah. <laughs> Matt predicted... I, like uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Chiefs lose by 30. <laughs> He's got Chiefs 21, Steelers 20. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Although you, I know, but I don't want to give you too much shit because it could be right. I know. I want you to bring up those stats you were telling me earlier about the double digit. Oh, okay. I I heard this on the radio the other day, so I can't take the credit for it. But do it. Double digit. Yeah, I will. (laughs) There has been nine teams in playoff history. That have been double-digit underdogs. Of those nine, all of them lost. That's amazing. And every uh, the exact opposite of the underdog, the, the favorite, the, the favorite, mm-hmm. cleared the fucking point spread. That's what I find even more amazing. Which why you why you brought that up is because he has the Chiefs by one. But if you the, go off history, he is completely wrong. Well, we don't know what's what's the point spread for the Chiefs. Twelve. Twelve now. It's twelve now because well, I think it was thirteen uh, a couple days ago. Oh, okay. So it's well, gone, actually gone down. Twelve and a half. Okay. Because the other thing that I... It opened at 13. Yeah. It is now down to 12. The other thing that I heard, this is the first time in NFL history, playoff history, that a playoff team has been a 13-point underdog. Yeah. I wonder about 12 and a half. Die. It doesn't matter because they only go off the open usually, so yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> what it changes to, I yeah. mean... It's all about the open. Because, in all honesty, by by the time we get to game day, it, it could be a nine-point spread. A uh, ten-point spread. According to Caesars, it looks like it's going to stay. It'll stay about 12 and a half. Because they, they have the percentages on here. Uh, Pittsburgh right now is getting 48% of the bets. Okay. KC is getting 52% of the bets. The only reason why I would say that it could change like that is... Are we are we a hundred percent certain Kelsey and Hill are are playing and they're good to go and no problems and everything's a go there? Well, they've practiced all week, so you have to say yes. Yeah, I understand there could be some other things, but the fact that the guys practice all week or so far, mm-hmm. I mean, we still it's, have Thursday and Friday. Yeah, it's still mean. a couple more days away, so yeah, yeah. But two now, they have not sat out or been limited at practice. So we can't Which say. Which are good signs. Yeah. Those are good signs. So you can't say right now that, oh, yeah. they're not going to. And that's why Vegas is probably going to hold firm on that, too. But well, if, if something comes up later on in the week where. And I think that's why you see the public bets so 50 50 is because otherwise, if 
Kelsey sat out, you would mm-hmm. see the bets go one, mm-hmm. you know, shifting. It would yeah. shift, but yeah. since he hasn't, they're gonna stay right in the middle. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's why the point spread is gonna stay where it's at. Like you said, it may move to twelve, back to thirteen. That's kind of what it does. It kind of just fluctuates around, but I don't think we're gonna see a. I don't know if it'll reach ten because you said that right. You think- I, I said nine or ten. And the reason why I said that is because if there is start become yeah. if doubt starts yeah. happening with yeah. Kelsey or Hill or, or yeah. both, especially both. Yeah. Uh, but if it's one or the other, I don't know. I don't know. I Which don't know. you're you're right. That could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still a couple days away. I mean, mm-hmm. The final reports are now. But you you're you're right. If there is some doubt, it probably would shift down. Mm-hmm. But right now, I I think. From what I can foresee, it's going to stay where it's at. Okay. So, okay. That's why I like uh, on here, Caesars, they, they report all the public bets and stuff. It's kind of cool. So, oh, okay. Very good. Um, the money line, though, Kansas City is dominating at 96%. <laughs> um, point spread is 46.5. What do you think? Um, saying everybody's healthy and a go, I, hmm, you know that, actually that could be a good spread because, because I, I, I do think the Chiefs probably dominate this game, so if, if, if you said it was going to be like 35 to 10, that's going to be a point under. Right, you mm-hmm. said forty six, right? Forty six and a half. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you're, you're 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 playing with that that so thirty five thirteen, you beat it. Mm-hmm. And that's still a whooping. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was about ready to say over, but maybe not <laughs> maybe not because I'll be honest with you I don't have a lot of faith in, in the Steelers being able to score a lot okay at this at this stage that's where I'm at too the Steelers have not shown they are able to put up a lot of offensive points yeah yeah so I actually that number's pretty good now I will say Steelers defense outside of one guy has been very susceptible this year yeah what yeah, being the one exception. Yeah. You if you can stop him or limit his damage, that defense is susceptible. <laughs> they've shown some holes. I mean, they're not the same old Steelers defense. That... Yeah, you know, this is going to be one of those situations I think what team decides to show up defensively because they have they've done some outstanding things this year. Mm-hmm. And then they've done some not so outstanding things. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Bills game, week one, mm-hmm. they held the Bills down mm-hmm. and won that game. Yeah, and then last week, what was the final score on that? Sixteen thirteen. Yep. Right, and not the Ravens. Not that the Ravens are some kind of powerhouse or anything, but you hold an NFL team to thirteen points, you that's good. That is real, real good. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing is when you look at last time Kansas City played them, final score was 
Yeah. There's your 46. Yes, it is. And it looks like Vegas thinks about the same. Vikings, they gave up 36 to the Vikings, 41 to the Bengals, 41 to the Chargers. Yeah. Well, basically what you're saying is their first game and their last game, really good. Good. (laughs) Really great. Everything in between there is shit. It's okay. (laughs) Or shit, yeah. 27 to the Bears. No, that's... (laughs) That... That number she could when it's the Bears that's like fifty seven. <laughs> yeah. It's like fifty seven. Yeah. Now they held the Titans nineteen to thirteen, but I I don't know about that Titans team either. It's a weird one. Um held the Packers to twenty seven. That's a pretty good accomplishment. First time played the Bengals twenty four. Right. Yeah. And the Bing the Bengals could be a weird team. Yeah. They 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 fluctuated with, with their offense at times, so first time I played the Raiders, gave up twenty six. That was when the Raiders were good. But. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying this is one of those things where Yeah. It's it's a little I don't know. It didn't it, sound it, it's like it's like you said though. The first game and the last game were really good, but then everything in between is what you want to make of it. Everything from a shit show to eh. It's okay. Yeah. And then there's a few good games in there too. I mean, yeah. the Titans. Yeah, that's that's good. That's a good game. Yeah. Um, Lions 16-16, not so good. Well, it's good defensively, but not <laughs> not good outcome. I mean, that is. That's good. It is. But Defensively. Only scoring 16 points, though. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. First time you played the Browns, 15-10. Good defensively. Not very good offensively. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's and, it's and, what and, you make of it, like you said. And as, as weird as this sounds, just based off of what you listed off there, can you believe the Chiefs' defense have been more consistent than... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and they started off so awful. So awful. But they've been more consistent and than And then Steelers. they've been really steady. Then they got a little sidetracked. Yeah, the Bengals. That, was, that Bengals that was, thing was... That was, that was... I mean, that's good. It's a good team. team. Yeah. But... Mmm. You shouldn't have done that. No. Which... We we missed some of our podcasts. We didn't talk about the Bengals game. We didn't talk about the Broncos game. No, which uh, that was scary. That 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 made it, it these last two games have made Chiefs fans butts pucker a little bit. Yeah, when it comes to especially from the defensive side. Yeah, the only thing with the Broncos game was is like oh, it's just it was like there was these little mistakes. And it was like let's. Let's stop. And then they did, and that's when it got out of reach. I mean, never where it was. The ironic thing is it took an outstanding defensive play Yeah, but the, to, to the, go ahead and settle. With yeah, but at the very end there, it just felt like the Broncos weren't going to win. You know what I mean? The score mm-hmm. is close, but you watch, if you're watching the game, you're like, no, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. You know, I understand what you mean, though, that yeah. it took – 
this though for that to happen. Because you know, but what? that's part of because, what I'm saying because is Broncos won up, which stupidly I might add, moved downfield, kicked a field goal. Uh, final score is 28-24. Is that right? Mm, I think so. I believe that's what it was. Yeah. And with about what about four or five minutes left. So they had a chance to actually still come back in that game. They just never could get the ball back. Mm-hmm. So to say that this was out of reach, it never really was. Um, I don't Maybe know. it felt like it. I thought it was. But from a scoreboard standpoint, it was not. No, 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 no. From a scoreboard standpoint, it was not. It was just that when the Broncos went down and kicked that field goal. Mm-hmm. Dumb, by the way. I'll say it, that again. It felt like you gave up. Yeah. That's what I mean. It did. is The game is you have now lost. Yes. That, I will, I will give you that. When they did that, I knew the game was over. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Even is, though the score didn't unless say you that, guys score touchdown here, yeah. this game is over. Yeah, and then they kick the field goal, and it's like it's over. Why? Why? why by the way, why would you do that? <laughs> no, I really, I really don't. Well, I do now because you didn't he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he must have wanted to get fired. <laughs> well, it worked. <laughs> but. I don't know. It, it, but that was one of the things where I felt like the defense, it was like, <sighs> outside of this play, outside of that play. Because that's how that drive was. It was like, you realize on that drive, they had more plays for no gains than gains. The Broncos? Yes. Okay. Outside of two plays is what got him into field goal range. Two plays. The rest of the plays were either no gains or for a yard. But it makes football great, though. And that's what I always talk about. Football comes down to those five plays. It does. They beat us on those three, but then we got them on the two. Mm -hmm. When they kick the field goal, we beat you. Game over. So, this yep. is the NFL too. Mm-hmm. Not every game is given. You got to go out and play and win. Yep. So, but it it was one of those things where it it, it was like you guys gave up. Yeah. Because now you're not getting the ball back, and they did. They never. They they we never even came close to punting. I felt like we never came on that final drive. It was like we were not punting. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you. And yeah. the offense went out there and it it. It was running over him. It was like, yeah. no, we're, we're not punting. This game yeah. will end I'll, I'll, with I a will, meal. I will say this. That was a close game from a score, score standpoint. And then the week before, well, it was still a close game. Mm-hmm. But we, we lost. lost like three. That game I would put more stock into, the loss of being worried about anything, than I would... Last week's game against uh, uh, Denver. Yeah, uh, it they took care of business, but that's all they did. 
They didn't. They didn't try to look flashy. They didn't look impressive. They just went out there, took care of business, and called it a day. Yeah, the final result was 28-24. It's probably not what most people wanted. Most people probably wanted a 28-10 to mm-hmm. game or you know something like that. It didn't happen. But I don't know how much um, gun-ho-ness they had in that game. I, I think they just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And that Bengals game, that's the one that would concern me more. Like, this is a playoff. This, this, that Cincinnati is a team you might play in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> we but, definitely didn't know then. <laughs> yeah. But it's possible. Do, do that again and see what happens. Yeah. You're, you're not going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Because they could have fell to the five seed or whatever. Well, not mm. only that, but you just play like that again. Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, it, it, it's going to be... Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think this has the potential of being the, the most boring game. <laughs> of the weekend? Of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Of the playoffs. I agree with uh, that. You, you and I talked about this a little bit earlier in our other podcast about the... the, the the 49ers-Cowboys uh, game. And I, I think we, you and I both agreed that that, that one could be, could be... But I think that one could be at least interesting. It's going to be interesting on how they do it. Yeah. This game... You're talking about an old man <laughs> quarterback that really hasn't been thrown up. Look that up. <laughs> How much better did they do than the uh, uh, the Giants in total <laughs> touchdowns? Because that might be close. I bet they're on the they might be on the bottom bottom half of that average that we had discussed. Thirty four. That's on the lower end. That is definitely on the low end of the spectrum for touchdowns. They only have ten rushing touchdowns. Yeah, that's actually not a lot. Considering how we're talking about some people discussed him being the rookie of the year, that that's not fantastic. Uh, it's not bad, but who? Yeah, so a, a team that scores thirty four touchdowns all year. You're right. Ooh. Although Najee Harris had twelve hundred yards and seven touchdowns, that's a good season. Would he? Would rushing Najee Harris? What do you have again? 1,200 yards and mm-hmm. seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Their leading receiver was Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. 1,100 yards, 107 catches. Then it was Claypool at 860. How many touchdowns? Deontay had eight. That's, yeah, it's pretty good. Claypool only had two with 860 yards and 59 catches. And then Fryermuth had 60 catches for 497 and seven touchdowns. Seven. That's, That's good. pretty good. That's pretty good. Especially considering how priced all seven of those came in the... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say in the last... That, that last half of the season. <laughs> Actually, they really did. Before 
What would you say? Halfway point is week eight? Sure. Before week eight, so one through seven, they had a bye week, though. He only had at week seven. Uh, He only had one touchdown. Mm -hmm. Week eight through seven. (laughs) After that, it was one, two, zero, one, one, zero, one. Then he got hurt. Did he play in the Kansas City game? I think he played against Kansas City. It's got dashes for him. That's a good Either question. that or he I, I, didn't I have any. Call it. Either that or he didn't have any stats. Well, if he did, it was pretty unimpressive. Yes, obviously it was. Um, and then, wow. Well, weeks 15 through 18, he had zero touchdowns. So, Okay. It's actually kind of amazing that... They all came in a span of like six weeks. <laughs> so that's pretty amazing, actually, if you think about it. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I didn't think to look them up as, for their touchdowns. That, that actually isn't. That's definitely low, low in on the spectrum. Yeah. Because what, let's break that down. I don't know if we broke that down in our last podcast. We, we were saying the Giants were the. Pinnacle worst. of awful. Yeah. It was 24. Yeah. And then, like, the next worst team was somewhere around, like, 32, 30. 32. Yeah, 29, 30, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, taking the Giants out of the equation, because they were the Absolutely. worst of the worst. <laughs> I still can't. Your, your bottom feeders were sco- scoring touchdowns in the low 30s. Yes. Right where Pittsburgh is. And then your your good teams were up into the 50s. upper forties or fifties, and then I think we we did look that up. The high end was uh, Tampa, Tampa, with was it like sixty two something like that? I thought it was eighty something. I thought it was like eighty. No, I don't think it was that much. Anyway, I thought it was on like that. I thought it was like sixty two, but you might be right. 63. Okay, I'm way off. <laughs> yeah, but six, 63 was the high end. Uh, if you think about it, that's a lot of touchdowns, actually. It is. That, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, when we looked up high-powered offenses, they're only in the 50s. And then you team in the 60s? Mm-hmm. And then you said, brought up a good point, one week they were scoreless. Yeah, they got shut out one week. the hell? <laughs> yeah. So you're... So... Again, taking the Giants out of it, you're looking from 63 high end to, let's call it 32, as yeah. your as your low end. Mm-hmm. That's pretty significant, and and you're and you're looking at the uh, the Steelers being on that bottom end of it. Yeah. The next highest team was uh, Jaguars with 28. They had 28. Or next lowest. Or next lowest. Sorry. Okay. 28. 28. Which that I mean, it's abysmal. That yeah. that's where you get to the bad teams is twenties yes. and low thirties is not not good. Well, you're only what's the difference? Twenty twenty eight to to thirty. Would you say thirty four with the Steelers? Let me go back. Thirty four, six. That's six touchdown difference. <laughs> that's not much. from the Jaguars. <laughs> 
The Browns finished below the Steelers in their division. The Browns scored 43 touchdowns. And I don't want to say to people this is the end-all, be-all, but this is a good gauge of how you yeah. do well, through the season. What's, what was the Chiefs then? The Chiefs? 57. So. That's just a six, six, that's six touchdown differential from the high. And the Steelers are a six dif- touchdown differential from the low. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, second low. Or second, yeah, second low. We almost have to throw the Giants out. I know, out. we're just, I'm, <laughs> because it's like, you yeah, guys are so bad that yeah, you it, don't it, even. It was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Because well, well, they're, they're 10 differential from the low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then the number one draft pick team, they were only six away. So, I don't want to say this is the end all be all. But no, it's this not. Is, it's this not. is a good judge on how you do throughout a season, though, is looking at team stats. How many touchdowns do you score? How much do you give up? How much, you know, what do you, what's your players doing? Because me and you have looked at the bad teams. These are really good stats to look at of if you're a good team or a bad team. And we're now looking at stats going, ooh, that that Giants team, that's a bad, bad team. Yeah. Like bad. Well, as a matter of fact, I'll even go out on a limb here and say, what these stats produce shows maybe Pittsburgh being the anomaly of actually a team that got a winning record despite the amount of touchdowns that they scored. Are, are we looking at the bottom five teams as playoff? We know two of them aren't in the Giants and Jacksonville. That They're kind of at the anomaly maybe. Yeah. Well, because I'm looking at the bottom teams that made the playoffs. The Eagles. Yeah, got, the Eagles is. Yeah. They got 50 touchdowns. 50 touchdowns. <laughs> and I don't know anybody that's saying that they're fantastic. No. A lot more touchdowns than the Steelers. Now, I will say How about something. The Titans? Something to look up. Here, here's another thing to look up um, the defenses. Mm hmm. Uh, Chiefs give up like 45 touchdowns, 44. Uh, the Eagles had 50 touchdowns. They give up like 47. Okay. This is where I think you we see where the difference, you know, your touchdown differential. Steelers have scored 34 touchdowns. Okay. They have given up 43 touchdowns. So you're technically not outscoring your opponents. All the rest of the playoff teams... I will go on a limb and say, are. I mean, I looked at the Eagles, who people are like, eh, they're okay. Well, they outscored their opponents' touchdowns. Not by much. Yeah. But enough. I mean, it's it's a different... Well, that's it's, almost... It's not nine less, though. <laughs> to me, that's almost like the baseball equivalent of every game that you won was like two to one, four to three, something like that. Mm-hmm. And every game you lost was like... Ten to one. Yeah. <laughs> like when you won, every single one of them was close. But when you lost, it was you just go home. <laughs> We're just done. Just go home. We're done here. Yeah. This is over. 
Yeah. Okay. You asked about the Titans, right? I did, because that's that wasn't the greatest offense to ever. Do you want to take a stab at how many touchdowns they had? Um. I'll, Hopefully, you don't feel like I'm baiting you, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'll go with them. Where I think the median would be at maybe like 46, 48, 40, 48. Wow, you were really close. Okay. 49. 49. And they gave up 38 touchdowns. Yeah. Which is below the average. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, the, the, this is... I think this is a good judge of looking at certain things of how many you're scoring, how many you're giving up, and things like that. Because as we look at the playoff teams, that's a very good indication of where you're at. The Bengals... Uh, scored 54 touchdowns and gave up 44. So there you okay. go. The okay. benchmark is 50, it seems like. Like we said, high 40s, 50s. That's your that's your benchmark. So, so let's see. Uh, outside of Pittsburgh, the Titans are the lowest scoring from an touch, offensive touchdown? Um, or touchdowns total, I should say. Because what they what did I say they had forty nine. Um, I think you're right. <laughs> well, I gotta look up. Because the Eagles, you said uh, they're like fifty four or something. Ew. The Raiders. Mm. Okay. Thirty seven. Mm. So just one ahead of the Raiders. I mean, three, uh, three, I'm sorry, the Steelers. Three ahead. 34. 34. 37. Okay. okay. 34 to 37. Whew. Whew. You're kind of right about the Raiders' defense. 51 touchdowns given up. Mm. <laughs> well, that was just a two games. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Felt like it. Two Chiefs both, games. Both Chiefs games. Both Chiefs yeah. games. That's probably it, though. You take out those Chiefs games, though, I bet that number is a lot less, though. It probably is. That's <laughs> probably, a little unfair, isn't it? It probably goes down to, like, 30-something. <laughs> Shit. It's probably, like, 38. Shit. So it sounds like if you just want to use that stat, we are playing the worst team in, in the playoffs. We are. And I think most people, without even knowing that stat, would still agree with that. Yeah. Going through some of the other playoff teams, Packers 54 to 45. Um, Let's see here. Oh, God. Rams. Um, 52 to 40. Again, 50s. Again to the 50s. Mm-hmm. Cardinals 52 to 42. Pretty much the same as the Rams. Mm-hmm. 49ers, 50 to 43. Mm. So 50 is your, pretty much your benchmark. Yeah. Oh, I didn't look up. Did I look up Cowboys? Mm. Tell you Cowboys? I don't think I did. I don't think you did. Oh, that's the highest. Oh, yeah? 64. Really? Interesting. Granted, they had six defensive touchdowns. 
So you... Well, yeah, we can still include that. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, the problem is those all came against two teams. Yeah. Or one team, two games. Washington. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> poor fellers. Poor fellers. <laughs> now, they only give up 39 touchdowns, which is probably close to the best. Or somewhere around there. That's pretty good. 39 is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So, 64. So, yeah, I didn't even look at... I forgot to look at Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. We can look at the Bills. 57. Hey, they're the number one defense, like you said. They only gave up 32 touchdowns. That's the lowest we've seen. That's really good, actually. If you think about differential, 57 to 32, good Lord. That is... That... That's pretty impressive. That is a... That is a impressive stat with not an impressive record. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because again, there's another team that they got shut out mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. Patriots, 51 touchdowns, gave up 35. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty that's, good. Yeah. That's really good, too. Patriots have always had good defense, though. So that number doesn't shock me that much. So if you can if you can score fifty touchdowns, you really put yourself in a good spot to be in the playoffs, some yeah. way, somewhere, somehow. Maybe not necessarily the number one seed, but probably not the number seven seed either. No, just some something like that. And anything other than that, you've backed your way into the playoffs, probably. Oh, looking at the Dolphins. Yeah. 39 touchdowns. Yeah, that's not going to cut it. And they didn't make the playoffs. No. Now, granted, Steelers did with less, but... They did, but that... I mean... You got to... They're, they're the team that backed into the playoffs. Like you just yes. said, though. Yeah, they, they backed into the playoffs, and yep. that's... They needed a miracle, and they they got... Well, they needed several miracles, and they, they got it. They did. <laughs> you know? They did. <laughs> They needed one more than one, and they got all of them. Yeah, just like the Chiefs that that year that we always oh, talked gosh. about around here, where uh, they needed like seven different things to happen in the last week of the season, and all of it happened, and where everybody around here is going, "How in the fuck did we do that?" Now, here's something funny I heard on the radio about that. Mm. Somebody brought up what happened mm. the first year texting occurred on the iPhone. Or when the iPhone was created and the first text was sent. Okay. And it occurred that year, during that time frame, was when the Chiefs lost to the Colts. Okay. And from that playoff game. Really? Yeah. They brought up all these things that happened. It was some off-rider that nobody really knows. And he was just bringing, he was talking about the new iPhone, and he was going through the generations, and he was talking about the first one that got invented by Steve Jobs and stuff. Yeah. And he was talking about what occurred at that time frame, and then he brought in that was the year, or that was the time that the Chiefs lost to the Colts in that playoff game. Everyone that read the article was like, In the year that they backed into Yeah, they backed into the playoffs, and everyone reading the article was like, that, Why did you include that? Because that doesn't go with anything else. Because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> 
They said a Colts fan must have wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that on the radio today. They were talking about this article. That, yeah. And they were like, oh, how the times have changed. No, been yeah. different. <laughs> I like that. I like that story. That's good. That's funny. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Chiefs was... make a little history there, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, how the weirdness continues around football and stuff. So, but back to this, yeah. I don't, <clears throat> as we look at the Steelers, it just, I think we're on the right track of saying they're they're not equipped with their offense and stuff. And I don't think they can score quite enough against us. No. And the stats tell they, they, they can't. I mean, they're the worst offensive scoring team in the playoffs. And they're actually not that far from being one of the bottom teams. I mean, they are towards the bottom of yeah. all of NFL. Yeah. I mean, they probably ranked like 25th or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because we, yeah, we, you didn't go through each and every single solitary team. So you're right. There could be some other teams, but. You get the gist of it. Yeah. Anybody below them ain't in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's safe. only one team that's close to them that is in the playoffs, and they're in the same boat as the Steelers. Yeah. They needed some help, and they got it. Yeah. And they kind of backed their way, even though they won outright. They, yeah. I they mean, Yeah. Winning in. I but mean, they still but needed, still. They still needed the whole entire key, the, everything. Was that goddamn Indianapolis game? Not, not for the Raiders. Oh, it wasn't. If the Colts won. All the Raiders had to do was win. Oh, so they still had just a win and in. Yeah. No matter what, that Chargers Raiders game was win and in. The only weirdness was is that when the Colts lost, if that game tied, then both of them, could both still of make them it. go in, <laughs> as opposed to one of them. Yeah, yeah opposed to one of them. <laughs> Because if the Colts won, they're in. So they take the sixth spot. And then whoever wins the Raiders-Charger <laughs> game takes the seventh spot. Or, well, it would have depended 6-7 because they had the same record. But Yeah. They, well, no, Colts would have had... No, actually, they would have had the same record. So it would have depended on which team won of which spot. But you get the gist. It mm-hmm. was six or seven. So, yeah, it was winning in. But then... It, Fucking Colts changed the whole fucking narrative to. You know what? I'm. I'm, I'm never not, seen I need that. to. I need to back off a little bit because that has been fun to make fun of that game. Mm-hmm. But I know my team, my New Orleans Saints, are just as capable of fucking something up. <laughs> <laughs> so I should back off a little bit of that. We got a friend at work that's a Colts fan. Kind of gave him a hard time about it. I really need to pump the brakes. <laughs> it could be your team next. Oh, yeah. Very easily. Speaking of both teams, how many touchdowns do you think the Colts scored? Huh. I'll go, you know what, I'll, I'll, I think they're on the lower end. I'll go, four, I'll go 42. 
Nope. Higher. Higher? Did they did they get to fifty? Yep. Did they? Higher than fifty? Yeah. No shit. Fifty two. Fifty two. And then what was their defense? Like forty three, forty four. Really? Coaching. Oh yeah, see you just suckered me right into that one, yeah. Coaching, coaching, what coaching. Are, how many of those were defensive touchdowns? Like Actually, 40, not that many. 40 of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a Colts thing to do, yeah, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have all these defensive touchdowns. Yeah. One defensive touchdown. Hmm. So the offense scored 51. 27 passing, 22 rushing. And they're, they gave up 43 touchdowns. That's pretty good. That's a playoff team. Coaching. Calling it now. Okay. All right. Calling it now. Well, if the owner uh, or GM of the Colts is listening to this, he's got some data. Got data. He has some supporting numbers well, to do what he's about ready to do or not do. It is. Your Saints just missed the playoffs, right? They did. Would you say it's a coaching problem or a player problem of why you missed the playoffs? It's not a trick question. Uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, well, it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It, it was a it was a player. It was a player problem this year. Okay. Yeah. How many touchdowns do you think you guys scored in a player problem year? Just really, Actually, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's I didn't even think for you to look that one up because that is good. Because they had some highs and they had some lows, and you had some injuries and everything yeah. in between. Well, I mean, scoring wise, mm-hmm. they had some highs and they had some lows. Yeah, they, Just, I don't injuries be damned. Oh, okay. All right. I, I'll go. I'll go with what I said with the Colts. I said about about forty two. You're really close. 43. 43. 29 passing and 12 rushing. And two defensive. Not bad. Yeah. And because a lot of that was in the front. And then it obviously t- tapered off as. Yep. And then they really saved the, their bacon until last week of the season by scoring 30. So. Yeah. And you gave up 35 touchdowns. That's really good, actually, looking around the league. <laughs> but yeah. you guys have a pretty good defense. That was one of the better defenses in all the league. Yeah, and you shut out the Buccaneers one time. That one game of zero, really. Shut out the Buccaneers and held uh, the the Green Bay Packers to six points. Yeah. Three points. Something like that. The two... Better off at which, granted, that was week one. So, and apparently Aaron Rodgers just wasn't feeling ready to play quite yet. <laughs> he was not uh, a keen yet. Okay. <clears throat> Getting into hard facts now. The Browns. Do they have a player problem or a coaching problem? Player problem. Okay. How many touchdowns do you think they scored? You said this one already. Oh, they, you did? Yeah, they beat the... Uh, um, 
they beat the Steelers but just by a little bit there, I think is what you said. Oh no, no, wait a minute. They were they, they were way up there. They had fifty or so. Mm, right? Not that many. Was it? Forty three. Forty three? Okay. <clears throat> and they gave up forty three. Okay. No, I I think it's a player problem. Okay. And I think you you know that to be the answer too. Yeah, I mean Baker Mayfield goes out. Yeah, and he'll he'll throw you four touchdowns in the game. He'll also throw you four interceptions in that same fucking game, or turn the ball over in some way, shape, or form. And he's been injured all year, Mm -hmm. so yeah. And um, they were forty three and gave up forty three. They were perfect. <laughs> Which is probably why they went 500, mm-hmm. amazingly, or 8 and 9. I mean. Yeah. Um, Seahawks. Player problem or coaching problem? This year, maybe both. Okay. I mean, <coughs> you missed the playoffs fairly badly. We, we and we, we've seen this. This coach and quarterback crew go to two Super Bowls, win one, uh, and we all know something was fucking up with Russell Wilson. He was hurt for yep. several games, <clears throat> so there's where your your player over coach issue could ha- happen there. But then when he came back, he just didn't look. Something was wrong. Um, and the coach didn't exactly help things. So I'm going to go both on that one. And if they clean house this year, is anybody going to be surprised? No. Yeah. 49 touchdowns. That was a little surprising to me. Well, their defense wasn't very good this year, so... They gave up 41. Okay, so they did... They, they did, did okay. do better, but yeah. not by landslide yeah. there. So. Yeah. Panthers. Player or coach problem? Player, because I, I, I still don't even know who their quarterback was. <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> Except that Cam Newton came back for yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> for some games. I don't know which ones, but yeah, some who of the them. fuck was their quarterback before him? Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold, that's right. But who was it at the end when Newton wasn't playing? Uh, Will Greer? Sam Darnold? Sam Darnold. (laughs) (laughs) That one might be an all. 32 touchdowns. Woo. Yep. And... Probably 30 of them happened in the first part of the season. (laughs) Where where we all were kind of sitting around going, holy Holy fuck, this Sam Darnold changing pace might have helped. Well, because they beat the Jets. You're like, whatever, you beat the Jets. But then they beat your Saints. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty good fashion. It was 26-7. Whooping, yeah. And you're like, okay, that's a beatdown. And they beat the Texans 24-9. It was like... That's kind of whooping too. This I might mean. be for real. <laughs> and then the wheels fell off. Well, when the wheels fell off, was it also coincide with when McCaffrey went down? 
I don't know. You had him in your fantasy league. When did, oh, yeah. did he go down? Yeah. Week three. Yeah. And when they played the Cowboys. So week four. I should have dropped him <laughs> from fantasy because yeah. that guy. Because I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, I don't know if there's ever been a player that's meant more. That's been a non-quarterback. Yeah, I know, because we talked about... Tim McCaffrey. You know, and this is something we'll make our way back around to the Chiefs. This is something that I'm... I'm tired of us investing a lot of time and money into running backs. Specifically, the Chiefs. We now have been burned, I feel like, on Clyde. Yeah. He is not worth what we drafted him at. And you've gotten guys like Derek Gore on the team, who I think will be pivotal this weekend mm-hmm. against the Steelers, mm-hmm. off the practice squads. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done and, drafting and running tell backs. Tell me Daryl Williams sucks. No, he's fine for running back. Yeah. Oh, I, who's better? Williams or Allaire? Ugh. I'll, give, I'll make an argument I think Williams is better. I'll, I'll give the slide to Williams. Part of it is he's more available. Yeah. What's the saying they say? Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of them. Uh, um, um, good players availability and, is... A good player is an available player. <laughs> yeah, something it's, I don't like, yeah. There's some it's close to, to it. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Availability is reliability. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But I, I'm tired of, I'm tired of the running back, and I'm tired of people boasting the running back position. I mean, it, every year it's like this: we need that we need, and it's like no, we don't, because the running back position has been so dumbed down now in the in the NFL to a certain degree. I think it was a, just a couple of rare exceptions, though. I don't, I don't know anybody that's saying that we have to have a running back or we'll never go to another Super Bowl or anything like that, though. Well, no, but I'm they saying just I feel like every is... year during the draft, though, I feel like we always it always comes up that we need a running Chiefs back. Chiefs specifically or? Talking heads. About the Chiefs yes. or about the NFL? Chiefs. Just Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Not the NFL. Because okay. I, I do Cause feel... I, I don't I, see too many... I was going to say, I do feel like around the NFL now, people are starting to really downgrade Yeah, because I really feel sorry for running backs mm-hmm. that are getting drafted. Because uh, they are not getting drafted high. Too, mu- too, too many of them are. To where they can make that kind of money where it's like that first contract... Maybe your best contract, yeah. As opposed to the quarterback spot or a wide receiver, where that first contract is just your starting point. Yeah, you only go up from there. Yeah, I don't know too many running backs that are getting a better contract than their first one, unless you are a super superstar like Christian McCaffrey or uh, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of. Derek Henry. Derek Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. 
Um, yeah. Or Todd Gurley got a big one. Mm-hmm. But then after that, <laughs> went downhill yeah. real fast. It did, yeah. But I think that's what – I mean, if you look at the running back position now, it's just so – it's such a large rise and fall. It is. And the guys just don't stay healthy as long now. Well, it's not a, a health problem. It's a physical problem where it's like they can still run. They can still do that – but they can't do it as well anymore. Their body is already just... Yeah. It's not like they're sitting out for two or three years because of a knee injury that they have to... McCaffrey's probably going to start next year. He might be half the player then, too. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's Saquon Barkley, look at him. Oh, God. Super. Superstar. For one fucking year. Yeah. I was going to look up what his stats were for the Giants. Because that would be kind of an This year? This year. Not good. 593 yards. Yep. And two touchdowns. Well, that's fucking Hilaire's numbers, probably. <laughs> Actually, I think it is. <laughs> I think you're right. Eh, pretty close. Well, there's got 517 and four TDs, though. <laughs> Williams has got 558 and six TDs. Well, Derek Gore on his limited rushing is 256 and two TDs. <laughs> He's he's a part time player. <laughs> yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, he don't even play that much though. No, <laughs> he's only rushed the ball fifty times. <laughs> I tell you what, I think you, I think you brought up a good point earlier. Well, I, I don't know if you were half joking or not, but I think Gore could be a big key to this game. No, I think this I think he will. With Williams banged up, Hilaire, you never know. Gore could be a pretty Big key to this game, I think. And, and I also think they might limit the passing game a little bit because Hill and Kelsey are a little banged up. You know, they're going to be out there. They're going to play. Well. But do you, do you want to give Hill and Kelsey the amount of reps that they typically get? Yeah. I, I could see McKinnon being another guy, too. McKinnon, yeah. I like him. Because he had a pretty good game last week. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, him and Gore, I, I I feel okay with the two of them because they've shown – actually, I really like McKinnon out of the backfield. I think he's pretty good. Take a pick. Yeah. I like Gore running the ball. Uh, out of the backfield, he's okay. He's fine. I don't think he's bad. I just like him running better, though. Fine. Um, McKinnon, I like him out of the backfield. Catching, catching balls a little bit. Because I'll tell you right now, any of those three guys, Williams – Kennan, Gore, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Yeah. Putting them back there. At this point, Hilaire, I, I think you could do better. I don't think he gets another contract here. I don't think he does either. I really don't think he'll get another one anyway, though. 
He, he hasn't really shown, I think, enough to maybe ah, say. Somebody will take a flyer on him. Sure. But it I won't be for anything. You know what, though? Lately, it hasn't been that way. Um, oh, you you get a team that, who, who was it this year that lost every fucking running back they ever had on I, the team? Yeah, that's true. There's always that one team <laughs> like, that. They, they were down to like, they were calling you know, the people. The 49ers were kind of that way. Yeah, the 49ers, well. That, that's not the team I was thinking of, but they, yeah, they were down. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like before the season started, they'd lost like six running backs already. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? That's the team that'll... Yeah. So, I think, and it's just my thing. I don't know. I, I think as fans, we put too much stock into running backs and what they are, and there's, I'm over it. They just, Fans do, the NFL doesn't. No, yeah. And I think GMs now are looking at it, you just don't get enough value when you're picking somebody that high. It's just it's just not there. Yeah. You're still gonna have your guys go first round every so often, but yeah. Outside of that, well, and for fans, uh, uh, Tom, if Tom was here, our friend Tom, if he was here, he'd punch me in the face right about now. Offensive tackle Tom. Yes. Or guard Tom. <laughs> What's the sexier pick for a fan? Would you rather see your team, whoever it is, draft a guard or a running back? Yeah. I I don't care who you are. I'm going to say running back every time because I don't give a fuck about... Oh, I, don't get no. to, I mean, I don't get to watch... I'm not watching the guard yes. do his thing. I'm watching the running back do his thing. Although, I do think, lately, there has been appreciation for offensive line more. There has been, and I'm not I'm not dismissing it. Because Creed Humphrey's quite the popular oh, guy. God. You know what? He, I'll tell you right now. I'm, I'm going to jump on that. I think he's the most overrated goddamn uh, chief player. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Everybody jumps on him like you talk about. I, I hear nothing but praise. Oh my <laughs> God, this guy is the greatest center in the history of the NFL. If he quits today, he's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he is <laughs> fucking that great. And as soon as they say that, he gets a fucking holding call. <laughs> well, it's because they jinx him. Yeah. It's the, it's class. It happens every time. Every but game they say I watch it all the time. That's how many holding calls he's getting then. Because he doesn't God have that it, many man. holding calls. It seems like no. I swear to you, every time they they give that guy high praise, he's illegal man downfield or fucking holding <laughs> or something. Like every time you guys talk good about him, he does something bad. I think he's the most overrated player now. I definitely don't think he's the most overrated. Player. I, I I know I'm being a little dramatic, but. No, I agree it's, with you. It though. fucking I mean, seems like it, Jesus. I, but this is this is my point. But I think there's a new appreciation for offensive linemen. There is, and I think some of it has to do with though now, is that people understand now that if you want to watch your flashy quarterback, flashy wide receiver, flashy running back, you have to have those guys up front protect, and. Well, it really showed in the Chiefs Super Bowl. Oh, right? sure. 
that if you you can't just put anybody out there. Well, and the, yeah, that that that's why. I mean, I've known Tom for a while. Yeah, Tom is not. He's his fan just like the rest of us. He, yes. Well, no, he's <laughs> something. <laughs> Let's else, not but, go that far. <laughs> but in terms of, but in terms of. <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather draft a running back or 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 a guard? He's going to say, "I want to. I want to see a running back." Yes. Until the day comes that your goddamn quarterback is getting massacred. <laughs> yeah. Until, until that day comes. Yeah. <laughs> then, guess what? We need a guard. We need a tackle. We need a center. <laughs> fuck the running backs. Fuck wide receiver. Fuck linebacker. It's, it's lineman or bust. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, but it's it's true. It is. It's totally true. Yeah, but if, if, but if if Patrick Mahomes that's why GM shouldn't listen to fans. You're right. <laughs> if, if Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl last year, and never got even. His jersey dirty. <laughs> no, no, nobody, nobody, nobody gives a fuck about Creed Humphrey today. Yeah. Or uh, uh, Smith, uh, uh, Trey Smith. Well, every, nobody gives a fuck about either one of those guys. Well, this is why every five, six years, fans need to be reminded that those guys up front matter. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I know, right? But you know what would have been the big argument? Get rid of that goddamn Hardman, motherfucker. Let's get a wide receiver in here who knows what they're doing and blah, blah, blah. That would have been the argument. True. Or maybe a defensive player, you know, corner, something like that. Yeah. That's what the arguments would have been this year. I do feel like I finally won against Tom, though. Because of Hardman now has the same stats as uh, Sammy Watkins. Oh. His, his this year is better than all well, and Watkins' well, years together. What we were talking together. about earlier, uh, <laughs> McCole Hartman would have been the leading receiver for the Giants. <laughs> yeah. By a lot, too. By a lot. <laughs> including the touchdown category. Yeah, which actually he's not very good at no. this year. <laughs> he's only got like two or three, but that would have led the Giants by three times as I much know. as what they got. So with that, with that data in mind... Should the Chiefs trade for Galladay? <laughs> Just do it one for one. No, because apparently that guy sucks. I don't care how bad an offense is or a coach. You get zero You Wait a minute. You wouldn't trade player for player Galladay for, for Hardman? No, because I would. I'm very concerned about oh, Galladay now. Oh, I would. It's very scary that you did so well in Detroit. Well, we're, 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 not, we're, we're not wanting to be the lead receiver. Well, I understand that, but... But I don't want his contract either. <laughs> True. <laughs> because the Giants paid him a lot of money. And the, he is yeah. not worth that. To be the Chiefs' third string receiver. <laughs> yes. McCole Hardman will never get paid that much money. So, no, I actually don't want him. In that I hope record. he doesn't anyway. Well, I, yeah. I hope he yeah. <laughs> Not for I, the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine if somebody else pays. Yeah, if somebody yeah. else pays, and that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Okay, that's yeah. their own prerogative. Exactly. <laughs> the Chiefs are not going to pay him $70 million, though. I doubt that. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tyree Kill doesn't quite make that much, and he's the number one, so I doubt the number three guy on the team is all of a sudden going to make more. Yep. So, 
<laughs> you got me there. But it will be interesting because that's why, you know, it's funny because somebody, uh, was it Carrington? That we're trying to make McCole Hardman into something that he's not. And I, I think that's true you. to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think most people looked at him as number one A mm-hmm. wide receiver. And I don't know if the Chiefs thought that they were getting one A or not, but it didn't happen. No. So, but now it seems like after I've seen him a couple, the especially with Tyreek out, he is just a fine player. He is a wide receiver too, mm-hmm. and he is pretty good at that actually. He I will not one A. I should say one B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but that's what he's good at, mm-hmm. and he is actually pretty good at that role. Yeah. In. And if you want him to do more than that, it will be very tough. Yeah. And you so, laughed at me, too, but by the way. I, I want to add this, but, uh, you know, Pringle turned out to not completely and totally fucking suck. <laughs> he turned out to be a better player than you thought. <laughs> he was still totally and completely worthless as a fantasy league player. Yeah. Fantasy, he was not worth it, was he now? Not in the long run. <laughs> if I would have picked like week three and week twelve to starting, yes, I am a genius then. Yes, but outside of that, not so much. Pretty awful. Well, he wasn't awful. He just no, he's just he just he's just kind of bad. he doesn't do enough to. No, he doesn't do enough. Yeah, which is expected on a team like this, though, too, where sure. there's just so many guys. And this is where I go back to Hardman, too, because I would like to see him on a different team. But when you're surrounded by super talent, it is sometimes a little tough to kind of rise above a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't think we'll ever get our wish because I don't think the NFL regards him that way. So I think we're kind of stuck with him, which I'm fine with. But it's just one of those things where if – he was on another team. I wonder if he'd do better, but I don't think Pringle would. I think Pringle is who he Pringle is. Pringle is Pringle. Yeah, yeah. That guy is who he is, which is yeah. fine. There's no, a, he's he's got. There's a place for him, and it's here on this team. And well, he likes any, being any team. Yeah, and he likes being here. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I and I know we 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 laughed about this. You haven't, but we have <laughs> with. Oh, shit, goddamn gotten DK Metcalf. Maybe. I, I honest to God don't think he's that any much different than Hardman. Not um, anymore. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, his stats are better. Yeah. Yes, they are. But if he was here in Kansas City, do you think his stats would have been the same? No. No. Not, not the same no. as there in Seattle, no. No. Because you're, you're looking at, there's not very many teams that have yeah. two number one receivers. Mm-hmm. And are the best. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can only think of really, to be honest with you, I can only think of one other, two other teams that, that have a plethora of wide receivers like that. <clears throat> Cincinnati and Tampa. And well, T- Tampa's got some hurt guys right now, so they, they don't even fall into that category right now but <laughs> it's true but they but they do when they're all healthy yeah 
Well, that's a good point to point to Tampa. Or Tampa. God, you got me stuck on that. Hmm. Cincinnati. We talk about how good Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and some of those guys are. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, this year they've kind of. But they got 1,400, 1,000, and 828. Now, I'll agree. McCall Hartman is not quite at that. But also, our quarterback has not been quite to Joe Burrow level this year either. So, that's not the easiest comparison. Mm, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to throw that out there like, oh, No, and, and let's face it, there's a good, what, six games this year that, I, I'll be honest with you, Pat, Patrick Mahomes probably could have just chucked out the window and completely forgotten about because he, he, he could have had Higgins and Boyd and it wasn't going to help. No, because he looked he just, bad. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. Yeah. So, but looking at Cincinnati's a good point. There's a 600-yard difference in between Chase and Boyd. That's about the difference between Hardman and Hill. So, but we all think Tyler Boyd's really good, though. He's third on his team, though. So where does that leave him? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I'll try. I don't know if Tampa would be a good because they because really like they said, just have two. Yeah, and, and Godwin's been hurt. And then, Evans has been hurt, and then one quit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I've already forgotten about him. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, and it, they have pretty good stats. <laughs> and, and Gronkowski, you know. Oof. So. Godwin had 1,100 yards. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans had 1,000. Mm-hmm. Gronkowski had 802. Mm. That's pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. And Antonio Brown had 545. Mm. So, Mike Evans had 14 touchdowns. Good Lord. What did Godwin have? Five. That's it? (laughs) No shit. Five. Wow. Five? (laughs) Your top receivers for his yardage. Well, he also had 98 receptions, which is really good. We we looked at 98 receptions. That's like like all-star. Yeah. Five touchdowns, though. Wow. That's not a lot for how many yards and receptions you have. No. Especially that Evans only had 74. With a thousand yards and fourteen TDs, granted he's just a red zone machine though. I mean, yeah, between him and Gronk. Well, yeah, Gronk had six, which for him, as much as he played, that's pretty good actually. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. he had fifty-five catches, eight oh two. It's okay year, not bad. For him, it's actually pretty good. And then Brown had forty-two catches, five forty-five, and four TDs. But he only missed the boy game, so I don't know. I don't know how you want to look at that. But, yeah, I mean, that is something to look at. I mean, if you're looking around the league, I mean, there is going to be somebody that's going to just not going to have the yardage. It's it's hard. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's and, just, and that's just how it happens. And, well, and the one thing that we've always said, and, and if we watched other teams closer – I bet you'd see the same pattern mm-hmm. where today Hill just is not going to get too many catches. 
because the, the, the one of the best defensive backs in all of football is going to be on him this week. That you know they do a good job of keeping him out of the game. Well, that just means McCall Harmon is open for more, or Pringle is open for more, or who, Kelsey, Kelsey, yeah, whoever, yeah. whatever. Because you can look, you look at that, and and I'll go back to fantasy league for a moment. You you go down and you break down and look at Pringle's numbers or or Hardman's numbers. Yeah, every third game sucks, or it, whatever the pattern might be. But there's always that there. Pringle had two, at least two standout games this year. Mm-hmm. And I bet if you looked at it, McCall Hardman had maybe three or four standout games. And then Hill probably takes care of the rest of that. That's probably what your average really good football team does, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why... I've told you guys all along, like, I don't think DK Metcalf could he get more stats. Sure, maybe. Yeah, he probably could. Could. But but it's not going to be... By leaps and bounds? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to go out and say, well, he'd have double the stats what McColl has, or he's going to copy what he's doing in Seattle. No, I'm not going to say that, because I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think he's going to be able to do that. No. There's too much here. I mean, a quarterback can only throw so many passes and so many yards. I mean, we, we know that to be true. It's 5,000. You know, 5,000 is about the cap. I mean, it, there's only so many plays. There's only so many, you know, there's only so much to hand around to everybody. So you're not going to have all these guys yeah. going off for thousands of yards. Yeah. I mean, having Kelsey Hill and then having another guy, DK Metcalf, each having 1,000-yard seasons – is not what <laughs> happens. It's not typical. <laughs> yeah, it's not typical. <laughs> we don't see it in any other team. Why do you think it would happen here all of a sudden? Yeah. Especially this year when the quarterback well, is not even in the top ten of well, especially a, now. I don't know. Especially a, a kind of a weird anomaly of Patrick Mahomes anyway, where we could have 27 people with a pass catch. Oh, yeah. On this he team, throws I, you to, know, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, that's an exaggeration, but but no, uh, yeah, twenty-two. Who the re- he, he who's at the record twenty-one or twenty-two? Who, who's fucking like. open? Yeah, that's who's getting the ball. Yeah, <laughs> so, you don't see that in in our every team. No, no, you don't. So I mean, that's that's why I think having some of these other guys is just it, it's not what fans. Think it like well if we had DK it'd solve them. no I I don't think that's true either especially this year where the quarterback Mahomes has not played up to what he's done in the past no I, mean, I said that's definitely not gonna I said there was a good year. half a dozen games this year that you could have thrown Higgins out there and Chase and Evans and mm-hmm. Godwin Godwin and yeah he could have had five receivers out there that are Fucking close to Hall of Famers, and I don't think it would change a thing. <laughs> he so. just looked like shit. At times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think he's top ten in passing, or he's really close, yeah. somewhere around there. So I mean, that tells you right there. I mean, if you're not going to be top ten in passing, 
probably means you're not going to have that many thousand yard receivers. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of how that works. I mean, Tom Brady has two, and he's number one in passing. Why all of a sudden do you think Mahomes is going to have multiples but be 12th in passing? But the, no, the, the numbers don't add up. Yeah. I get fuzzy math is in the NFL, <laughs> but it's not that fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't like an actuary place where we just kind of make them up and we go along with it, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly how that works. So so to circle all the way back around, we think this is going to be an ass <clears throat> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I do. But where we're getting at with all this, we will need McCole. We will need Gore. And we will need McKinnon. Those guys will be integral to the game on Sunday. Good grief. I got to remember what day it is. Yeah, I, gonna, I can't. I, <laughs> they got Saturday games. They got Sunday games. There's Monday games. I don't. I, what day are we playing? Sunday? So, <laughs> Sunday night. night. Yes. <laughs> Put it on your calendar. Apparently, because I'm not going to remember, obviously, because I almost forgot. We've been talking about it for an hour, so I know, right? It's like I don't know when the game is. Wait a minute, what's today? <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Good grief, so lost. All right, you ready to put a bow on it? Let's knock her out. All right, tune in next time. Later.